The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM, featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. You just got Daryl going solo. What's going on, world? It's a whole lot going on, and guess what? The Denver Broncos are possibly trying to the time to cut Peyton Manning. Is that a possibility? How could someone think about cutting Peyton Manning, the illustrious Peyton Manning? Hey, you either got to cut Peyton Manning or pay him $19 million on March 9th. What is that? A few days away? Three weeks away? Oh, my goodness. Peyton Manning is going to be in the news every day, ladies and gentlemen, for the next few days. And can you believe the Jets are cutting Antonio Comadre? Antonio Comadre, a man with the most kids in the NFL? Come on. Antonio Comadre has to make room. He has $8 million on the salary cap. And that's probably the same reason the Denver Broncos is going to part. The Denver Broncos are going to part ways with Peyton Manning simply because they just can't afford to keep him. And the Denver Broncos can't afford to keep him because, hey, they got to make room for Vaughn Miller. Trust me, Vaughn Von Miller, he is an unrestricted free agent at the end of this season, and he could get the franchise tag, but they don't really want to give him the franchise tag. And trust me, Vaughn Miller does not want a one-year deal. I don't care if it is $14.1 million. Vaughn Miller doesn't want a one-year deal. But he does want a something like what Justin Houston's working with for the Kansas City Chiefs, six years, $101 million, $52 million up front. Hey, but what about what about where on the other side? They asking where to take a pay cut. Say if, they, if they're telling where on the other side of uh, Vaughn Miller, and trust me, it takes two powerful defensive ends to win a Super Bowl, uh, two productive defensive ends to win a Super Bowl in the NFL. You just can't have Vaughn Miller coming on one side and not having some heat uh, like Ware coming, for the other, come from, coming from the other side. And Ware is being asked to take a pay cut. Um, they're saying the only way they can, they can um, bring back Oswald, Oswalder is if Ware take a pay cut. I think that's ridiculous. And, and, you know, where it has to be saying in the back of his mind, well, there has to be a room for me somewhere else. You know, this man took a pay cut to come there. Um, last year he took less money. And now all of a sudden they want him to um, 
take another pay cut? I don't think so. But if he stays on the roster, and probably he's going to be on the roster until a couple of days, he's owed $11 million. Hey, we got Anthony on the line. Anthony, what's going on? Nothing much. How's it going? Hey, doing good, Anthony. Hey, we, are, we up here uh, talking about Peyton Manning. Welcome to the Sports Info UN Radio Show on Voice America Radio. Uh, we're heard all over the world, uh, Anthony. So uh, whatever you got to say about this sports in the world of your sports, let us know. I sure will. Thank you. Yeah. How you been? I've been doing fine. How about yourself? Doing good. What you think about this Peyton Manning scandal? You know, um, you know, Peyton Manning is accused of actually, he says that he was mooning one of his teammates while this woman athletic trainer was treating him for a groin injury, and he put his genitals in her face. And um, she, she reported this at the time, but the University of Tennessee didn't find cause and found it to be just a practical joke of some sort. Um, she filed charges, and, and now, all of a sudden, the University of Tennessee is being accused of um, actually, they're accused of actually saying, hey, they put a hush-hush on a lot of sexual assaults that were going on on the university campus by athletes, and just so happened, a lot of these athletes were football players. Um, so now, all of a sudden, it's a it's a big lawsuit coming up, you know, and it's a lot of people involved in this lawsuit, and they're suing the University of Tennessee, and they're saying, "Hey, um, Peyton Manning, his name came up in way back in '96, guys, and he admitted to doing what he did, and they didn't do anything." Now, do you think that Peyton Manning should be a um, he should be? Do you think he should be judge of? how we look at things in today, or should he be judged on how we looked at things in 1996? In 1996, most people didn't have cameras on their cell phones, so it was not a lot of video and texting, and and only rich people had texts, as a matter of fact. You know, you used to hear about texts with movie stars in, in the 90s, and now everybody have texts, and they have phones, and we can kind of like, you know, we can spread the word in, in hours of a whole lot of stuff going on. Right. So, well, you, go ahead. Well, to be honest with you, uh, Peyton Manning need to own up to what he did. And, and, and uh, of course, consequences need to be brought toward him for the accusations that he took place in. Because you got to look at it. The name, Peyton Manning. That, you know that's a big name around this country. And everything, and, and if Peyton Manning did what he did, I, I really think he need to be held accountable for it. And if he done that to that woman or uh, them females, he need to take the, the responsibility and own up. And the University of Tennessee need to take um, a responsibility and pay those women because it's not fair to the other guys that been caught up in situations same as Peyton Manning, and they got punished for, it, especially in the NFL. And um, Roger Cadell, he hold old guys for uh, big things and uh, what they do and everything. So I, I th- really think Peyton Manning need to be uh, the same way. So what you're saying is that there is a double standard in, in your opinion, like um, Jameis Winston, for instance. You know, yeah, um, yes, you know, yes. and I think. I think Jameis actually possibly had consensual sex with this woman, but he really wanted to get this scandal behind him. 
and uh, I think he ended up paying a lot of money. And uh, I don't, and we don't really know what Peyton Manning paid. You know, maybe Peyton Manning paid the woman. Uh, maybe because right. it was a uh, because he did admit to uh, mooning one of his teammates per se. Um, he he maybe he did take care of this lady and knowing and, and as much money as he had that he we know he has. Uh, he probably did pay her, but uh, because things weren't because now we can go at go back and look at stuff that happened. We can almost unseal things right before our eyes on a computer at home. You That's know, right. that documents that were probably probably sealed in 1996 or, you know, so it, it's 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 kind of a, a, a double sword, um, you know. Right. But at the same time, when we look at this story, nobody knew about this. It, it, this happened in That's 1996 right. and the NFL That's knew right. about it, how, how they right. covered it up. And you're right, Roger Goodell, there was no way they were going to expose their golden boy, uh, Peyton Manning. No. You know? No, you're correct. You're correct. And and plus, his dad, speaking of Peyton Manning, his dad, Archie, you know good and well, he wasn't going to let his son be exposed to nothing like that, especially when he's getting ready to go and be one of the big-time, number one pick, a big-time prospect and coming into the NFL. You know he didn't want all that publicity to be on his, his kid at that particular time. So, of course, he's going to look out for his kid and do whatever he can to push all that under the rug and hide it and all that stuff just so his son won't be exposed to it and everything like that. His dad played a big part into what this, what's going on with Peyton Manning right now. That's why it was covered up because his dad had something, I believe, and in my belief, that's my opinion, that his dad had a lot to do with that, covering it up. And, and I believe me, down the road, if they keep covering it up and keep covering it up, uh, Archie Manning going to be owning the University of Tennessee down the road because they uh, kept it a hush-hush thing for him. And, and, you know, we start talking about the power of Archie Manning. Let's don't forget, right. you know, Philip Rivers and uh, Eli Manning came out in the same draft, and Archie Manning told the San Diego Chargers, don't even think about drafting uh, Philip Rivers because he he's not going to come there. Don't draft wow. him. He ain't coming there. And and, and and guess what? They took Phillip Rivers and Eli Manning went second to the New York Giants because he knew the market that he wanted his son to go to, the biggest one in, in, in the world. And he knew That's right. and he knew that the biggest game that in our history possibly could have been Eli Manning against Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl. That's right. And if both of them That's were right. playing in the same division we would have never been able to see that. We would have never been able That's to see right. them play in the Super Bowl if they were both playing in the AFC. That's right. That's right. That's correct. Yeah. He's That's a correct. powerful man. So I agree with you wholeheartedly, Anthony, that um, that, that Papa, Papa Peyton, man, Papa Manning had a lot to do with, uh, with the cover-up, but the NFL has has washed this story away for many years. You know, we, 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 we're talking about, come on, uh, we're almost almost 20 years that, they've, all, that right. they've covered this up. Right. Yeah, that's a and, long time. And, yeah, that's a long time. That's a long time. And um, Roger Goodell needs to be held accountable of his action as well because this man making over $31 million some dollars a year and 
I'll be honest with you, it's a, it's, it's a double standard toward the, the NFL. If you look at it, I know we own the Peyton Manning uh, contest right now, but if you look back, how uh, Goodell did the black guys, NFL players, when they got into the altercation with females and everything like that there, this guy went out to their pocket. He punished them, uh, suspending them games and stuff like that there, and it came down to Rosenberg. Burger that played for Pittsburgh Steelers. He brushed that crap there under the rug as well and everything like that. And here you go, come right back with this Peyton Manning thing and the same thing. I feel like uh, Goodell need to be held accountable of what he's doing in his action. And it's showing that he's showing a double standard. He's punishing the black NFL players, but every time one of the white NFL players do something, he brush it up under the rug or try to brush it up under the rug. And then finally, like God said, what's done in the dark come to the light. And that's what it did. It's coming to the light and everybody's seeing it. So I feel like uh, he need to be held accountable as well. But the Peyton Manning, oh man, they have that money and whatever they can get to keep their kids, you know, right and everything and hushed by things. That's what they do. I would agree with you, uh, Anthony, and 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 you're right about the um, uh, 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 Peyton pushing it under the rug, you know, because this Roger Goodell, he's had a double standard. When we look at Ben Roethlisberger and what he did in Pittsburgh, man, uh, for and while he was with the Pittsburgh Steelers, he's still with the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he's still the face of the franchise. And this is a That's guy right. that was accused of rape. You know, a woman say he right. he pulled her in the bathroom and raped her. And, and this guy, I, don't, I, don't, I think he may have been suspended three games or something like that. You know, I'm not sure right. of his suspension, but it was never really made a big deal. And, and, and I, you know, we have some cases um, like Ray Rice. And I'm, I, I, I've said this about Ray Rice on the show. He, Ray Rice is lucky that that wasn't a white woman that he hit. Because his right. behind would have been in jail. I'm telling you right That's now, right. man. He, he would have right, been in jail. Right. You know, if yeah, Roethlisberger got away with that, but if Ray Rice had right. knocked the white woman out in that elevator that night, he would have been in right. jail. We probably would have still been talking about him um, getting right. out of jail. You know, Ray Rice, and when he going to get out of jail? Yeah. So I feel bad. I, and it's a horrible thing to say that uh, it, he, hit a, he hit a black lady and uh, he, right. he, you know, he, he, got, he lost his job. Right. If he had hit he that lost. same white woman and knocked her out like that, he, he would have lost his job and his freedom. He would have been in there, prison. There he would have been in jail. There you go. There yeah. you go. And, let's don't let's don't I, get it twisted. Yeah. You no, know, Anthony, we got right. we got a few minutes left, man. And um I want I want you to give us you know, I know you a basketball coach and um uh, what's going on with this NBA, man? Um, uh, are we looking at the, the Warriors? You know, two years ago I bought a Warriors shirt just because it was on sale and I'm a fan of all sports. <laughs> and I'd be doggone if they ain't stopped winning since I bought that shirt, man. You know, wow. uh, and 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 um, I, I, I don't credit me for making them win. I really credit Steph right. Curry and that whole team. But is there, there anybody go. out there? And can LeBron James and the Cleveland Cleveland Cavaliers take on this team and beat them? Well, to be honest with you, the team that the Warriors done uh, accumulated, man, those guys showed the entire world that you don't have to have a big man to win games. That team is a running team. 
and they run up and down that court, man, if you don't have that energy to run with that team, you're going to get whipped and everything. But if you got a team that pretty much can run with them, of course it's going to be a good game. But at the end of the day, I'd rather have Stephen Curry taking the last shot than LeBron James because the Warriors are for real. And they've shown it and they've proven it every night that they go on that court, that they are real and they're ready to do what they got to do to any mean necessary to get back to being another second-time NBA champ. Anthony, I, I do agree with you that they have a chance to go back and be the NBA champs. However, um, when, I, when I look at this whole equation, I really think that the, the NBA, when we look at it, I think that the West is always going to be a little tougher to come out of than the East. Yes. And when we get in the playoffs, we all know that this is a different game when we when we when we enter the NBA playoffs. Of course. And, um, of course. And when we look out there and we see how hard the Clippers just played them a couple nights ago. You know, and right. and and the, and the Clippers is just is is just one of the teams that's out there in the West that's good. Oklahoma is another team that's out there that's that's possibly going to be able to um do some things in the in the playoffs. So I, I really think that um, the, the the Western Conference has a lot more depth than than the Eastern Conference, and uh, San Antonio is is a team that's not too far fetched from uh, being the world champions. And, and you know Memphis and Dallas gonna play play your hard, but in the in the East we're looking at Miami at the number four spot, Boston at three, Toronto at two and Cleveland at one. I see Cleveland running through all of them probably in four games and they'll be sitting on resting while while maybe maybe Golden State might have a little trouble with one of those four teams in the in the Western Conference. Hey Anthony, man, we gotta go. Yeah. We got a minute left. Um give a shout out to anything you want or anybody you want. And uh hey, come, and holler, come and holler at us every Monday night on Sports Info you and radio show. I sure will, and I'd like to give a shout-out to all the fans in, uh, in Palaka, Florida, and everything, and I really appreciate you giving me an opportunity to speak on your show, Mr. Oliver, and y'all have a blessed night, and go UM. Hey, let's do this. Hey, we back on track, <laughs> man. We got Mark Rick back down there in Florida, Mark from Boca, all right. and he came back all home right. to the U yeah. from the yeah. back University yeah. of Miami. Hey, hey Anthony, I appreciate big, big you coming by. I appreciate you okay. coming by and chatting with us, man. Come by and holler at us next week. We'll be here. I sure will. Thank you. Hey, guys, we got to take right. a quick commercial break, and we'll be back after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports. sports are you a real sports fan get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter formerly with the Arizona Cardinals San Diego Chargers and St. Louis Rams Kwame's got the experience so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's sports talk it's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday Tuesday Thursday and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific time 12 noon Eastern time Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. 
Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We're hooked this week on cold weather casting, and we're your official 2016 headquarters for all things fishing. Now joining the revolution with Jim and Trav will be pro bass angler Gary Klein of Jack Link's Major League Fishing, Jared Jeffries with Modern Fishing, Mark Zona from Zona's Awesome Fishing Show, and our very own Cat Daddy. It's presented by Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888 346 9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoun3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got my man, Kenny Calhoun. Hey, the champion, the legends of the champion, Kenny Calhoun, the godfather of the University of Miami, Kenny Calhoun. One of the first members of the national championship, Kenny Calhoun. The guy that batted the ball down from <laughs> Turner Hill, Kenny Calhoun. Kenny, what's going on, baby? Love you hey, so Darryl, much. Hey. What's going on, Darrell? I love that uh, introduction there. That's uh, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. You uh, know, it takes a team to do what we did many times over. Oh, well, definitely you're worthy, Kenny, because, you know, it takes, you know, I always say it takes pieces to a puzzle and we all have to fit in there together. But some of us are just that we're vocal leaders, we're leaders on the field, you exemplified all of that, and you were you were a trailblazer, man. You led it by example. Hey, man, trust me, somebody had to take the lead, and you was that guy that took the lead, so I'm giving you credit for it, bro. Oh, man, I, I do appreciate that, you know, coming from your peers, that means a lot, because you was right there with me. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, Kenny. Hey, uh, and guys, me and Kenny Calhoun were um, teammates from um, 1983 to 1986, 85 for him. And um, I was there until 86. Yeah, played on the national championship together. Played in the uh, Fiesta Bowl and the Sugar Bowl. Beautiful thing. Right. Beautiful life we had at the University of Miami, Kenny. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I coached you guys, too, in 86 at... You know, graduate assistant came back and uh, got you guys to the Fiesta Bowl, you know? Yep, you sure did. You were, So you were there on a, at all four of my bowl games. Right? Oh, I absolutely. You know, it, you want to you wanna include that coaching uh, spot on your resume if you're coaching with Jimmy Johnson. So that, that's me, and I, I don't want to be short with that one. I coached with Jimmy Johnson as a graduate assistant. Put that out there. Definitely put that out there. Let's let's keep that out there. Yeah. That's her. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I haven't talked to Jimmy. Um, he, I don't think he was at the last reunion. As a matter of fact, uh, we, I'm going to be talking to some of the guys pretty soon. Um, Coach Al Hubbard Alexander, uh, he's 
coming down for this reunion. He want us to okay. get together at, at some restaurant, a bar, and, and host him, you know what I mean, and toast him and make Let's it a big it. deal. And uh, from what I understand, uh, Craig, uh, Craig Erickson has a bar down in the Grove, so I'm trying to get in contact with him and some other people down there, so we're going we're gonna to set this thing up, man. Let's do it. It's April 15th, everybody, so come on down to South Florida and join in with us. Yeah, we'll be down there for the spring game, and on that Friday night, uh, hopefully we uh, we can get a place, and Coach Alexander can uh, come, and we can all toast him and host him, and he can come back and see all the guys. He's really excited about this, Kenny, and uh, so he says he's coming, so uh, we're going to set this up. You know, his son is one of the one of the um, up in he's in management for the Baltimore Ravens. Oh no, I didn't know that. Yes, I remember yeah. him though, but I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And uh, another one of his sons is a is a principal in Texas. Oh, good deal. Yeah, so Coach Axe is doing good, and him and his oh, wife absolutely. live in um live in uh, uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, that's a good place to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's doing very well. Yeah, he's been on the show. He was on the show a couple of months months back. You know, and I was on the show as well with him that time. Uh, oh, cool. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was on yeah. the show. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, we had a lot of the guys call back and um, talk to Coach Axe. Right. Now right, we're planning. Okay. A, um, I'm planning, and hopefully we can get this thing off and rolling, and get some of the guys back. You know, um, Brett Perryman and Willie Smith. It'll work. He's, he'll, yeah, it'll work. Yeah, Willie Smith said he's going to come and. So we got a lot of guys sitting coming back, Danny Stubbs, and so we'll we'll do this thing, man. Yep. So what's happening this weekend, Kenny? Well, I tell you, we got a big, big uh, event scheduled for uh, Friday and Saturday. Um, Friday, we're doing the uh, first annual Larry Hardaway uh, football bash, sports bash, that we're calling, and then we just got some Florida players and some Kane players. Together and we're going to get together. We got some youth, some younger kids coming around, and we're just going to display all the attributes that you need to become a successful uh, student athlete. And also, after your career is done, uh, may it be college, may it be uh, pros, NFL, NBA, uh, Major League Baseball, whatever. Then you know it's a life after sports and. Uh, you got to have an exit plan, and, and this is what this Friday is all about. And then Saturday, um, we got a Virgil Hawkins project, you know, a preacher's son who broke the color barrier and opened doors to integrate the state's higher education for, you know, blacks as far as law school. And uh, his story is going to be presented uh, at Florida Southern College in uh, Lakeland on Saturday, and uh, it's going to be a major event, and we're inviting all to come. The uh, address is uh, 111 Lake Hollinsworth Drive, Lakeland, Florida. Oh, that sounds very nice. Yeah. Right. And uh, well, I plan on attending. I'll, I'll be in the presence for well, sure. That's good. You know, ticket information, you know, uh, you can purchase ticket information. They're $40 for the event at uh, Larry Hardaway's law firm, 10022 Lakeland Hills Boulevard. Lakeland, Florida, 33805, and uh, the phone number there is 863-688-6093. Again, 863-688-6093, Larry Hardaway Law Firm. Wow, this sounds like a big event, man. I'm looking forward to it, really looking forward to it. 
Oh, great, yeah. man. It's a, it's a family-friendly uh, event. You know, bring the family out. Bring the kids out. Uh, it's for the family. It's for, you know, doing what's right. You know, it's uh, Black History Month, but it's not just for uh, African Americans. It's for, you know, the community to come out. That's what we're celebrating. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Because um, we're all in this thing together, man. You know, as, as much as we are sometimes separated, we we all on this in this one universe together. We got to live here. Yep. Amen. Yep. You never know what tomorrow is going to bring. So we all have to get along. And the happier we are, from what I've learned, the longer we live. So I'm trying to live yep. a long time, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you feel we are. Yeah, I'm smiling at everybody, man. You know what I mean? Please. I see them oh, guys yeah. rubber flags on their truck. I be smiling, man. Please. I don't look over right. there, but I be smiling, you know? Please. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Hey, man, life is good, and I'm very happy to be in it. You know, um, I heard a couple of days ago that um, the moon was 97% full. And I looked yeah, out there tonight. And it was so bright that I'm almost sure it's it's a hundred percent, ninety nine or a hundred percent, you know. So, yeah, I, I noticed yeah. that earlier as well. And it's so big, it's just like yeah. it's close. Yeah, it's so big, it's like it's close, you know. And uh, yeah. and I guess the, the the beauty of actually being able to see a, a full moon again is a beautiful thing, you know what I mean? So there you go, there you, you know, go. Uh, we have All to right. take every every blessing as for what it's worth, and uh, and don't overlook any of them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. now, you, you're yeah. right about that, man. Daily. Right, right. So I will be at this event, this event, um, this weekend for sure. And uh, and Kenny, you know, we got our we got our homeboy back, uh, Mark Rick. He's back in the yeah. fold. You know, you played with Mark for two years. I played yeah. with Mark for one year. Uh, Mark is from Boca Raton, Florida. Um, hey, I know I am super excited, so excited that he's back. Um, I know you are too. Uh, what do you think about the, how the program is? progressing and how all the changes that he's made down there what do you think well as far as progressing i i i, I go with um yeah we progress by you know moving forward and uh appointing a new head coach i go with progressing by getting a coach with some past history of what it takes to win down there the the culture uh, that that's a plus and i've already said to many that we have the athletes to do what it takes to first, you know, win a coastal championship, and then from there you you target a ACC championship, and then you move forward. I mean, you got to do the things we cannot do, and those those things are the win national championships, and we we've proven that we can do the things we cannot do, and what everyone thinks we can't. So, uh, you know, I, I look forward to it this year. Uh, as far as the coaching changes, good. You know, um, of course, when you do, you make changes. You know, you uh, people that's been there a while, you know, they're gone, and that's 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 life, so to speak. Uh, you got to move on. Change is good; it's inevitable. So uh, we're gonna keep it moving, and that's how you become great again. Uh, not Donald Trump, but the University of Miami become great again. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Oh, uh, hey, I don't mind stealing uh, Trump's slogan, become hey, great man. again. You know, it just hey, came we, to me, so it, it worked. It worked. You know, we 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 are trying to become great again, and uh, I think we have the right man in the job. You know, and a, a lot of people I talk to in my area of North Florida, um, 
they 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 criticize Mark Rick for not being able to win the big one, and um, I, I don't I don't I, I tell them what I say to them and say get us to the big one because man I've been to enough uh, mediocre bowls the Russell Athletic Bowl in Orlando to right. to just get me to the big one and uh, give me an opportunity a chance to lose the big I don't want to lose but give me a chance to win the big one you right know, right. Uh, and and the bowl games we've been to in the last uh, ten years have just uh, they've they just not been up to par and um, not been what we like to uh, we would like to see our our program. No, it's not, and uh, we probably won two of them, you know. And uh, the 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 great thing about sports, you have to put yourself in the position to make plays, put yourself in the position to win games and put yourself in a position to win championships. And all those things go hand in hand. If you don't make the plays, you don't win the games. You don't win the games, you don't put yourself in a position to win championships. That's just how it goes. You know, you got to, you know, there I said that you got to do the things we cannot do. And that's a quote from Eleanor Roosevelt. You know, you got to do these things that you, you, we don't even think we can do right now. But the coaches got a vision to take you there that you don't even see yourself being. But they got to see it. They 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 talk about it. We like. Well, how are we gonna get there? Well, you just listen to the coach and do the things he got laid out for you, and believe that what he's telling you is gonna work, and you can get there. Exactly. Hey guys, you listen to Sports Info UM Radio on VoiceAmerica.com. We got Kenny Calhoun, the Miami Hurricane hero, University of Miami Hurricane, the 1983 national champion team, and guys. Um, Calhoun, what you just said, man, is so powerful, you know, it, because I, I remember I'm coaching a high school track team in the early, in the 90s, like 1996, 97, and I watched these guys practice. I was their head coach, and I practiced them about, about three weeks. We was getting ready to run, and we started running and doing pretty good, and I told these guys, I said, man, I really think you guys got a chance to win state. They started right. laughing at me. They really started uh, laughing at me. And before the, before the season was over, they had broke the school record 12 times. Woo! And we won and we won state. There I mean, go. really. You know, these, I, because I saw it. And my vision yeah. was like way bigger than theirs. You understand right. what I mean? It was like what I saw, they could not even imagine. You know, because right. maybe maybe because of the the losing that they had had, the atmosphere of losing that they just had in their in their heart, they couldn't see it. So we we gotta believe in ourselves, man. And and I know Mark Rick is a is a real believer. So I think he's gonna have our team in a real good position, uh, Kenny. Oh yeah, uh, you know, they just got to believe in him and the things that he's doing, man, and just go and do what they do. Hey, 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 Ollie, you know, we had the best coaches in college football, and you know what they did? They put us in position to make plays. You know, they they uh, researched and broke down films. They were, like, the best at what they did. You know, they on the down and distance, they'll put us in a play that that team is going to run, and we just all we had to do is just move over a couple steps and make a play because it's coming. Exactly. And we did play for some great coaches. Uh, Howard Stellenberger, you know, a historical coach and Jimmy Johnson, he uh, NFL Hall of Famer, possibly. I don't, I don't think Coach Johnson is a Hall of Famer yet, but he he has the potential to be an NFL Hall of Fame coach. And um, and you see what is what he did at the University of Miami. Uh, he took us to a lot of bowl games, won the national championship, won national championship there. Hey Kenny, you know um, 
I really think Mark has has a, a solid foundation. I don't think our, our 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 foundation of athletes are that poor. I think he has enough to work with there, but I really think he has to have some challenges in this in uh, in the athletes. I think there has to be some competition. Um, in the past, I've seen guys come there as freshmen and just basically given starting jobs, and they were given starting jobs as sophomores, juniors, and seniors, and never really challenged to to. Um, and maybe they just didn't have athletes behind them that could challenge them. But I really think that we got to get some 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 depth chart challenging. I mean, we really have to challenge these guys with the depth chart. Yeah, I think it was, I, I think that's there. I just think the coaching philosophy was that much different, Ollie, than the, the player competition going on. I don't, I don't think that that was displayed, or I don't think that they allowed the players who performed that seen their names move up and down the depth chart on a daily basis when they walk in the locker room to practice, move up and down, to even have that fear that, hey, man, I might not be starting. I'm, I was one, now I'm three. This ain't moving because I had a bad practice. Well, you got to perform every day, and you got to beat this person out, this other player out every day, or your name going to move up and down the depth chart. I, I just think that was uh, not present over the, over the years. And uh, you need that, like you said, I echo it, that position competition is, is plus. And, I, you know, I think it goes all the way back to uh, Ja'Cory Harris. You know, I think he was one of those guys. And when you look at that whole, you know, that whole Northwestern group that came in, all of them guys basically started. They, right. Randy lost his job behind that. When you look at some of these guys that uh, that Coach Golden came in with, and this year's um, I really I really think because of the lack of competition at quarterback, uh, that hurt uh, our coach's opportunity to keep his job as well. So I really think that um, if they don't challenge the depth chart, we're going to still have the same problem. But I know Mark Rick is old school, and trust me, every day when you walk out of that locker room, you're going to look at that depth chart. And you're going to see where you're at on the depth chart. And if you didn't have a good practice the day before, or if you had two bad practices and you had number three, when you should, should, thought you should have be, should be at number one or two, you'll be working real hard to get back up there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's tough. It ain't easy. It ain't going to be handed to you. Hey, man, we – hey, Ollie, when you, when you speak of the teams of the past, you know, and that's all we can do right now. And, you know, other teams, you know – uh, Prodders and kidders about it. Won't y'all think of talk about something relevant? But hey, we go back to what we've done, and those teams we didn't necessarily win championships with the best teams. We just was well coached, and we were fundamentally sound, and we played team ball. You don't have to have the best athlete to win, and we know that. I heard you speak earlier about you know, coach talked about the the, the um who, who we got winning out there now. Uh, Golden State, you know, the Warriors. Man, they got the best thing out there because they, they play team ball. And if you, you play team and everybody on the right page and you, you bought into the system, you listen to the coach, and you have fun, man, that's what it's all about. And you don't necessarily have to have that big star like you mentioned or that big man like Coach mentioned. Exactly. Hey, guys, you listen to Kenny Calhoun on the Sports Info UM show, and we'll be back right after these messages.
alternate flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel we're making it easier to listen to the voice america talk radio network live wherever you go on iphone blackberry or android download it from the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market you're tuned in to sports info um with daryl and sam Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoun3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. And Kenny Calhoun deflection leads to the University of Miami first ever national championship. We have Kenny Calhoun on the show tonight, guys. KC, man, thanks for coming on the show. And um, thanks for blessing us for being here for a minute. We know how valuable your time is. And um, and, uh, give us another little tidbit about the event this weekend that you're involved in that I will be at. I will do it. Thank you, Ollie, for this uh, this airtime, brother. Uh, yes, we're going to uh, celebrate celebrate Virgil Hawkins' project. He was a um, a lawyer that uh, fought hard during segregation years to become an attorney, and he had all kinds of roadblocks. Uh, he he fought and fought and fought fifty one years to make this happen. We're going to celebrate this uh, wonderful man Saturday, February twenty seventh, at six p.m. at the Boschkin Memorial Auditorium. 111 Hollisworth Drive, Lakeland, Florida. And uh, we want all you guys to, and ladies to come out there and celebrate this event with us and uh, have fun. And uh, thank you, Daryl, for uh, having me, inviting me, and uh, God bless you and Voice America, Sports America. Hey, man, Kenny, thanks again for coming on the show. And, uh, hey, man, don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night from 8 to 9 o'clock talking about sports, talking about Peyton Manning and a whole lot more, man. Okay. 
We'll, we'll yep. do. I appreciate the invite. Hey, God thanks a lot. Hey, see you right, this weekend, Casey. Thanks. Yes, sir. Drive hey. safely. Bye. Hey, guys, that was Kenny Calhoun, former teammate and super nice guy. But, hey, um, guys, you know, Tiger Woods, there was a story came out this week, and I'm, I'm a big fan of Tiger Woods, so I got to talk about him a little bit, you know. Tiger Woods, they came out and said that Tiger Woods was having problems from the surgery. He had a, re, uh, a relapse. He had a lot more pain. Things were going on. That was this morning, this afternoon, as we were talking about how the Internet can change and how stories can get started and change. You know, there's a story that comes out now that says uh, Tiger Woods is fine. You know, he, he, has, he has no problems with his bags, says there wasn't any setbacks. Uh, so, hey, we'll have to, we'll, we'll see what, what's what with Tiger Woods. But you never know, Tiger, hey. You only need a couple of more Tiger to win this hat to have the to have the title for the most championships. Hey, come on back, Tiger. But take your time. This might be the year that you need to take the whole entire year off. You know, Phil Mickelson came out today and said Tiger Woods made his game what it is today. He he actually came out and said that he had to step his game up because of Tiger Woods. Said he wouldn't be the player he is if it wasn't for Tiger Woods. It's about time somebody give Tiger Woods credit for doing what he's done in the NFL, in in the world of golf. The guy's really he, he changed the game. You know, as a matter of fact, now we don't even really want to watch golf because he's not playing. And trust me, it's just a matter of time. I I don't watch it because he's not playing, but the the ratings will be going down and. Um, Ain't nothing going to change because he's not playing. But, Tiger, take your time, man. Take your time, Tiger. Don't be in a hurry to come back. Don't, don't Really, don't be in a hurry. Guy, former Dallas Cowboys running back, Joseph Randall, arrested for the fifth time in the last 17 months. The fifth time in the last 17 months. And this time, he's accused of, of actually, they say that he was at a housewarming party, and the people asked him to leave. He left, and then he hit three people with his car as he was leaving. And while he was le- then he returned, kicked the people's door in, and commenced to fighting somebody. Come on, man. This dude is on more. And then, then they find out he got weed in his car. Come on, man. Come on, man. This dude want a little bit more than weed. Believe that. Uh, he on LSD or uh, uh, a flocker, a walker, a uh, 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 crank or something. He's on a little bit more than weed. Believe that. Joseph Randall better get himself together, man. He really still has a chance to be a, to be a player someday in the NFL, but he really has to get himself together. Man, somebody need to get to this guy real quick because he's down a path of destruction and maybe jail is what he needs. Maybe he, maybe a, a year off in jail might do him a lot of good. But uh, Coach Belichick, get in this man's guy's head. Get him Talk to him. Send him a note or something. You know, he might listen to somebody like Bill Belichick because he's definitely not listening to Jerry Jones. You know, Jerry Jones, when he, when the day Jerry Jones cut him, he should have really did some self-evaluation. And he didn't do it. And now he's back in his hometown of Wichita. 
Oh my goodness, man! You need to really. I think that's where that's the origination of crank, and 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 um, that's where that they that's where they invented um, crystal methamphetamine at in Wichita. Man, be careful out there, um, Joseph. You might need to get yourself out of Wichita. But it's it's that crystal meth is everywhere. I'm not saying he's on crystal meth. I'm just saying he's on Joseph. Get yourself together, man. Come on now. Come on. You could do better than this, man. You had a career. You you were the starting running back for the Dallas Cowboys early in the season. So now you, you really need to get yourself together, bro. Hey, but now we're talking about Robert Griffin. Robert Griffin possibly could land in L.A. is the stories that we're hearing now. If he, if he lands in L.A., that could that could be a pretty good place for him. Where, where, where is it going to be? The L.A. Rams. That's the only team in L.A. The L.A. Rams. Well, I thought the Rams had Nick Foles. Uh, I thought Nick Foles, I don't know. I thought he was a decent quarterback. He really hasn't done anything. Um, and there's a reason maybe he's been with two teams in the last two years. And there maybe there is a reason why um, the Rams are looking for another quarterback. Maybe Nick Foles is not a good quarterback. Uh, but we're yet to see if Robert Griffin is a good quarterback. And the Dallas Cowboys came out today and said that Robert Griffin is not a good fit for them. So let's just slow your roll, pump your brakes on that rumor right now. Dallas Cowboys came out today and said Robert Griffin is not a good fit for them. Now, maybe that's a... Maybe that's a stall, or maybe that's one of those curveballs that they're throwing us. You look up in two weeks, and they had, they signed Robert Griffin. But the Cowboys said today he's not a good fit for them. I'm not sure who Robert Griffin is a good fit for, but I think he I know he's young enough, and um, he has a strong enough arm that if he gets with someone that if he listens to, I think he could be a productive quarterback. And I really think, you know, this guy is, is, is a good backup quarterback for someone next year. If he could be humble enough to take a backup role for some team, maybe even the Pittsburgh Steelers, he would be a good quarterback two years down the road. The only problem is he's owed so much money that no one's really going to – um Want, want to pay him um, $11 million to be the backup quarterback. And that's just, that's just not how it's going to unfold. So wherever we see Robert Griffin at, he will be the starting quarterback because he's, he's going to be demanding so much money. Not even that he's going to be old. He's going to demand so much money wherever he goes. And then there's this Johnny Manziel, I guess, you know, Johnny Manziel, he, he, is he going to be a scandal for the rest of his life? Is this a guy that, that, let's don't get it twisted, he has more money than most NFL franchise owners. You know, this, is like his, this guy, his dad is in the NFL franchise owner kind of money. You know, so does he really need the NFL? Does he need the money of the NFL? He's a Heisman Trophy winner. Um, hey, the guy likes to hang out and party. That's not what you want from your NFL quarterback, though. You really want your NFL quarterback, you want him to be a nerd to the game. I mean, you really want this guy, his nose, to be in the playbook 24-7. You want him to know the ins and outs, the do's and don'ts of everything that goes on in your offense. And it doesn't matter if your offense coordinator changes from year to year. 
you want him to know everything that's going on inside your playbook. And that's what keep a lot of these guys in the league. Um, Hoyer, a quarterback that took his job. That's what's keeping him in the league. This guy's he he's not a very athletic guy, but he's a very smart guy. You can and he puts his head in the playbook constantly. And so Johnny Manziel, until he gets until he until the light switch goes on in, in his life, uh it makes you wonder, is he ever gonna get it? Is he ever, ever, ever gonna get it? And Johnny, now they say they got video t- video of you beating up on your girlfriend. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Now, Johnny, if they got video of you beating up on your girlfriend, this might be it. I mean, this really might be the nail in the coffin for you, Johnny, because I really think that beating up on your girlfriend is one thing the NFL just don't, don't like. I mean, I mean, society is really putting a, put a, a frown upon beating up on your girlfriend or your wife in public, and it shouldn't be done anywhere, public and private, anywhere. But be careful, Johnny, if they got that tape of you in Texas. But we all know your people got a lot of money, and a lot of money can make some videotapes go away real easy. Guys, I saw the worst MMF fight, MMA fight I've ever seen in my life. A lot of times I turn it away from this stuff because it's so gory, and they fight, and it's so brutal. But this time, Kimbo Slice was beating up on this guy named Day Day 5000. And my goodness, this is a, I mean, these guys were just resting on each other the entire fight. It was ridiculous. And uh, I think Kimbo Slice, at 42 years old, he was lucky to make it through that without having a heart attack. And the guy that he was fighting, he was one sloppy mess. I mean, a sloppy mess. Stomach hanging. He had that Dunlap disease bad disease real bad his stomach done lapped over his his belt really really far and it, it was just a mess and and mma should be ashamed of themselves for charging people to see something as as horrific as, as that fight was it's still a tight end heath miller retires after 11 season hey Heath, good luck man and you really need to retire after 11 season and you should have enough money to take care of yourself for a very, very, very long time. Well, anyway, guys, Cowboys plan to plan to part ways with Greg Hardy. Beating up on your girlfriend, beating up on your girlfriend. That don't look good in the NFL. So I'm telling you, Johnny Manziel, you see how long it took them to part ways with Greg Hardy? One season. And it might be kind of hard for Greg Hardy to get another job because he demands a lot of money. And who's going to put up with someone that beats up on your girlfriend that just don't work in this league, Johnny. And that just don't work in this league, Johnny. And Greg, good luck to you. I really hope you get some help. I hope you've gotten everything you need in life. And um, because you might not have no more chance to make no more money. I hope you ever have one. I hope you do have one. Hey, and Delonte West used to be one of um, LeBron James' teammates. As a matter of fact, it was a rumor at one time that Delonte West was having sex with LeBron James' mama. Well, anyway, they found... Delonte West at a jack-in-the-box wandering around with no shoes on. And the Joker was looking real, real bad. I mean, man, he looks real, real bad. Delonte West, man, get yourself together, man. Come on. NBA have programs for people like you, man. You could do better, man. Don't don't walk around with no shoes on, looking delirious and don't look like where you know what's going on. And Kurt Ramos. 
I heard you followed a porn star. You better be careful, Kurt. Trust me, that job is not yours now for sure in New York. You will not get the job, Kurt. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to us on the Sports Info UN Radio Show. We'll be back next week with more sports information. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then. 